0: Hello and welcome to Cine Drunk, the podcast where we're drunk on cinema and alcohol. Brought to you by CineMunch.com. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, joined by Nathan, who's just a jumble of ice at this point, and Elizabeth. Hello. Welcome. It's been a while. What do what we got? It has.
1: So we are doing uh, one of our favorites, sort of all things combined, which is it's a bracket, which as you probably know by now, we love. It is also also, also. Oscar. It is also good start. It is also Oscar related. Um, and it's also talking about actors and actresses we love. So this is a bracket about never nominated actors and actresses, a lot of whom have been close at least for run one role at some point. Um, and we're going to pit them against one another. And because I don't believe in the sexist bullshit that female performances can't perform against male performances and vice versa we haven't separated by them them by gender so oh no Mm-mm. they're all akimbo all mixed up and we shall see um also just to say we isn't had a that lot... gonna be
2: really confusing how are we gonna
1: i know because women are just sort of inherently like less right less so they'll than? just lose yeah
0: yeah we'll figure it each match up <laughs> Uh, uh, we also had what? a lot.
1: We had a lot. It was hard to narrow down. There were a lot of people. It, we may very well do a part two of this with people who were left off. This yeah, there list. were a lot.
0: Well, we had a few criteria. If you listen to us regularly, or you're listening to us in like 2023, I don't know. Uh, we did a our favorite actress bracket like a year ago, right. which ended up like we sort of pooled them into several several different categories, um, and there were lots of criteria that they had to be at least Oscar nominated at least once, because that was our way to narrow it down. And this one, it was really just that they have to be alive, still working, and they haven't yet been Oscar nominated. Um, Right. But there were, yeah, a lot of hard cuts.
1: At the same time, there are some in here that at least one of us was very contentious about including. So this should be a good bracket.
0: I guess we should stop calling them brackets because we're not actually seeding them. It's Whatever. really just we're, what we love to do is just put things on a piece of paper, throw it in a bowl. And it's a bracket as far as we're concerned.
1: And, and we like to argue <laughs> with one another we we call it what we want to call it.
0: Most importantly, what are we drinking? <laughs> we are drinking a modified
2: Martinez, which <laughs> sounds a little like a sex position. <laughs> a lot. But is it? in fact a cocktail. Um, the Martinez was actually the precursor to the martini. Hmm. It gained popularity in the 1880s. So, so we're when throwing I was born, it back, throwing it back. Yeah. Um, and really, I just say modify because we didn't have all the ingredients for it, so I <laughs> okay. substituted some things here and there. But it's a base of gin mm-hmm. with actually equal parts dry vermouth with the gin. Ooh. So it's a lot of vermouth. Mm. Um, and. Uh, about half that amount of Luxardo, which is an, or any maraschino liqueur, um, gives it a nice sweetness. And then a dash of Unicum, which we still have left over from our um, Grand, Budapest. Grand Budapest Hotel, Hotel podcast
1: <laughs> two years ago.
2: A bitter Hungarian liqueur. Mm-hmm. I think the original Martinez calls for just bitters. Um, but why not add more alcohol? For That's sure. bitter. So, yeah, you just shake it with ice and strain it into a martini glass, and it's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of sickly yellow-brown, mm-hmm. but Amen. otherwise, I approve.
0: I do, too. Perfect. Cheers to that. Brief shout-out. The, again, there were lots of hard cuts, but we also cut people who we feel like are... Just peaking, who maybe haven't yes. proven themselves. Like, Rose Byrne, Idris Elba. Gugu
1: Batha roth Gugu
0: Mbatha-Roth, certainly. The people that are like, they haven't yet had those roles where you're like, oh yes, they should have been Oscar nominated. And then also just to Mia Farrow, who's maybe technically kind of working. No. But not really working. So, yeah, since sorry girl. You should have had an Oscar nomination at some point, but you yeah. didn't make this list. Let's get to our first matchup. All then right, we excited. just have them written on scraps of paper and a mixing bowl the way Let's we like it. to
1: do it Our so first, first matchup up of is Google. oh God! one that i would not have put on this list uh richard gear
2: what's <laughs> wrong with richard gear
1: versus maria bello
0: oh for me i guess it's easier for the two of you but i would 100% say richard gear and, lo- and i love and i love maria bello i really do i think she should have been nominated twice within the past Oh, I guess it's longer than a decade ago. God, where does time go? Um, for both The Cooler and definitely History of Violence, yes. which is fantastic in both. Yeah. But Richard Gere. Richard Gere is like an institution. I like,
1: dislike Richard Gere. I can't think of... I mean, a- he would have
0: come very, very close in 2002 for Chicago, and I think he's great in that movie. I
1: think he's the worst thing about that well, movie. Well, I think you
0: were the worst part of Senate <laughs> Drunk. You need to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he
1: can't sing but like, or dance. What is he doing oh, in a musical? Fine. No,
0: it's, he's fine. No, he's fine.
1: Glowing. Glowing, <laughs> glowing reviews.
0: He's fine. Give him an Oscar nomination.
1: He's is good Isn't enough. Isn't that how
0: it works? And like Arbitrage recently, he was great. No. No, but like an officer and a gentleman. No. Pretty woman. Like no. all of that. He is a classic is. established megastar who I feel should have at some point garnered an Oscar nomination. He should have... Once his obit comes, which will probably be sooner than later, (laughs) it should have Oscar nominee Richard Gere passed away from vehicular
1: homicide earlier today. Because he was found out to be a serial murderer, because that's what he (laughs) looks like. No thank you, Richard Gere. I don't like him in Pretty Woman. He's, like, the blandest of bland. He is, he's creepy oatmeal. He's oatmeal that's turned sour somehow.
0: No, no, I... Disagree.
1: Well, clearly. Um, For me, it's easy. Maria Bello.
0: American Jig. God, he was so hot when he was young. So,
2: okay. Question. Yes. Well, not question. Observation. Richard (laughs) Gere is too horse-like for me to get behind. (laughs) Um... And maybe actually, My Little Pony, like, because he has that hair where it looks like it's been brushed too much.
0: Great hair. By an overeager
2: child. That is true. It's just like fluff. Yes. Yes. Static fluff. Yes. That's not hair. Disconcerting. That's gross. Yeah.
0: Richard, get it together. I think he's fantastic. um, And so much more established than Maria Bello.
2: I would say for prisoners alone maria bello
1: perfect
0: she was in Prisoner. her tour de force performance <laughs> yeah. God, i don't even remember yeah, her being sure. in that movie did she wear a hat like a final <laughs> suspect because that's all i you see know what?
1: do not give maria bello a hard time she's great and she would be great and even more stuff except for hollywood won't cast her now because she's like over the age of 40 and doesn't still look like she's 20.
2: i mean she's not my favorite i'm not the most familiar with her work but come on it's richard Gere or
0: her so right Yep. No. Maria right. Bellow. Exactly. Richard Gere. But fine. Fair enough. Maria Bello moves on. Our next pairing is is whom? <laughs> that's
1: what happens if you brush Ooh, your hair too much?
0: We have <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. The Bloom. The
1: Bloom.
2: Please, please, please. Versus Guy Pierce. Ooh. It's a pretty good matchup.
1: That's yeah. That's actually pretty hard.
2: Well, I can go. Go okay. for it. I. Without a doubt, go with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Do tell. I think he has much wider range. Lies. Oh, I disagree 100%. <laughs> and I love...
1: I mean, you know that Jeff Goldblum is, like, basically responsible for my sexual awakening, but Guy Pierce, half the time I'm like, oh, shit, that was Guy Pierce because I don't recognize him. He's so... That's because he's
2: minutes. no. That's because he's generic looking. Oh no,
1: he's not. Do
0: no, you? He is. Do he's you with your prosopagnosia? Looking. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Face, Face blindness. blindness. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, we'll do a podcast about that. sometime.
0: Uh, <laughs> Actually, our sponsor today is Prosopagnosia Anonymous.
2: I mean, now that it came out of my mouth, I guess I realize it's kind of a bizarre statement to say Jeff Goldblum has wide range. But just gonna only be Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, but he does comedy and drama and does it well and does small movies and blockbusters and does them well and i like him
0: the end i like him a lot too i and i think he certainly has more like hits on his resume of course yeah but if we're just going down to it between him and guy pierce i think guy pierce is a better actor um, I love him in La Confidential and certainly Memento. God, I love Memento. Mm-hmm. See, so I don't know. I don't. V- v- vastly different. Those two aren't so different, but I mean, just reading and those like, are really like the only last two year, I him in, Or I think so. even results. of him in like
1: The King's Speech, where he plays the brother, it's like sure. a totally different. Type like of regal. Model. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, I think of like a rom com from last year with Colby Smulders. Results. He's very contemporary and reads. Yeah pretty great (sighs) uh it's hard this is a hard matchup i narrowly i guess i'm gonna say guy pierce but
1: only because i
0: don't know what i would ever have been like jeff goldblum should have been nominated for this right
1: that's the problem i'm having because you know that i love the bloom with like all my heart
0: i do too and i usually just like i stuck up for richard Gere. i usually stick up for people that are like the julia roberts like they're a star because they are themselves and they have that like magnetism that draws you to them and you like watching them on screen, but when it comes down to like just pure acting,
1: right? I mean, ah. the closest I think I can think of actually is The Fly for him. Mm. My other problem is that Jeff Goldblum just hasn't been working a lot recently, whereas Guy Pierce has been pretty consistent for the last decade and a half.
2: True.
0: I don't know. Jeff Goldblum well, is I fantastic in The Weekend.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I would have nominated okay. him for The Weekend. weekend. It was just
1: what two years ago. Yep. That's yeah. true. But even then, between that, there was like a big like between that and then Grand Budapest. Like he kind of has had a comeback in the last like year or two. Mm -hmm. But there was a good like ten year stretch for what was Jeff Goldblum doing, and I know this because again, I love him and you stalk him. Responsible regularly. Me knowing that I'm like a heterosexual hot blooded woman. (laughs) Well, I think at the I think at the end of the day, as much as I love him, I think he's gonna have to remain like crush number one, but I think I have to do Guy Pierce
0: on this. Ooh, I was just about to change my boat, but I'm gonna stick with Good Guy Pearce. Good God.
2: Well, watch The Big Chill, then watch Jurassic Park, and then watch The Weekend, and you try to tell me that he doesn't have range.
1: Alright. Uh, I, again, I don't disagree. This is a hard one. This was no, like, Richard Gere situation where I think one is shit.
0: It's also hard where I feel like I'm being a typical Oscar, Oscar voter, voter where I'm like, Guy Pierce would more do serious. like Oscar baby roles or would be more likely Excuse me to get an Oscar baby role. Okay. Our next matchup we have ScarJo, Scarlett Johansson yes. versus Hugh Grant.
1: Oh. I mean yeah. I feel like I know where this is going pretty easily, but
0: Me too, but I do want to briefly stick up for Hugh. Yeah by saying nothing. <laughs> Again, it's it's that s- a similar problem where Hugh Grant can't help but be that like stuttering, British, kind of charming everyman. Right. Which I think he does great. And he showed some range when it was a little more dramatic with About a Boy. Yeah. Where he was Globe nominated and probably came closest to an Oscar nomination. I do like Four Weddings and a Funeral quite a bit, or at least in my memory of it, though Nathan and I tried to watch it because Nathan hadn't seen it. Like a few months ago, and we couldn't get through it. So maybe I don't love four weddings and a funeral like as Andy much. Maybe it's the Andy of it all. Oh yeah, she is not on this list. I can tell you that.
1: She is <laughs> bad in that movie. Isn't she
0: a three-time Oscar winner?
1: <laughs> yes, clearly. She and Captain Hepburn are tied. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: uh, no, but I think Rude. I think Hugh Grant is underrated as an actor. I do. I and agree. When, it com- when he comes up against Scarlett Johansson, I think she is has been robbed several times of yeah. an Oscar nomination and yes. is also kind of underrated at this point. Now she's kind of like known as like Black Widow, Lucy, sex symbol. And it's yeah. hard, harder for her to get those roles that will prove her talents.
1: Well, I think it's interesting because I think, you know, like I would have nominated her for Lost in Translation for, for sure. sure. Um, yeah. Possibly Ghost World, like for early stuff. And then people were like, Oh, she's really hot. And then she got shitty roles and shitty movies being the hot girl. And then I feel like playing Black Widow gave her sort of the clout to make her a superstar. Enough that then she can do the like under her under the skin and her and all this stuff. Uh, so I her. feel like I feel yeah. like actually the Black Widow thing, like I'm sure to the general populace, who we hate, obviously, pedestrians. Oh, yeah. If Should you're part of the general populace and you're listening,
0: <laughs> go away. Fuck you. But I feel
1: like I feel like that sort of superstardom is actually going to give her the freedom to take these more interesting projects, which she does seem interested in doing. Right. It's
0: hard <clears throat> too because I think she's absolutely going to be Oscar-nominated unless there's like freak freak accident and she dies. I feel like she's going to be Oscar-nominated soon. Yes. Or eventually, yeah. Whereas Hugh Grant, probably not.
1: Yeah, I think his best work is. I mean, really, the one thing that I would really be tempted to nominate him for, or would have wanted him nominated for, is *About a Boy*, where I think he is legit, terrific. Yeah. Um, and I also just love that film and script and Nick Hornby. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think he doesn't stand a shot against Scarjo for me. How about you, hubby? We've talked a lot. Because you just I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, no. For me, it's pretty easy. It's Scarjo. Yeah. Um, under the skin and her alone.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, Dude, yeah. That's enough. Scarlet right. clearly wins. What's our next matchup?
1: Oh, Scars. Julie Delpy mm-hmm. versus <laughs> Cameron Diaz.
0: Yes. Oh, shit and half.
2: Well, Cameron Diaz is junk. <laughs> no! In every sense of the word. And no. Julie
0: Delpy is... She obviously did not watch sure Annie with us. gold. <laughs> Look, Cameron Diaz can be, like, the worst thing to have happened to the world on occasion. But she can also be pretty fantastic. And she was close to an Oscar nomination for a while, like late nineties or something. A lot 2000s. of
2: people were close to an Oscar nomination that didn't deserve it. That doesn't yeah, but doesn't mean I feel we bad. have to put them in our bracket. Okay, she's what? just
0: in a lot of things that I love. And I think she's phenomenal. F- you feel bad nominal. for Cameron Diaz? Yeah. You feel bad. She only has like millions and is like <laughs> mega successful hot woman. Uh, no, I think she's fantastic in Vanilla Sky. I think she's really good in being John Malkovich.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree with those two performances. I for know. sure,
0: Vanilla Sky. God, I think she's great in that I movie. I do too. And I again, she's another one where I think she's underrated. I think she is. I'll give you Vanilla Sky. And I, I feel yeah. like she's kind of chosen to be more of a celebrity, and good for her. She's right. made. She's like carved out a fantastic career for herself, and she's doing well. I would assume she's post forty at this point. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. She's like forty six i I have no concept of time right. um but yeah still doing like even though the other woman was awful it did good business oh, right. and like she had that like body book or whatever like she's yeah. she's carved out a great place for herself in pop culture and has sort of abandoned her like serious actress aspirations but i think she's a great actress but I mean, if we're doing just like her best performance against Julie Delpy's best performance, of course it's no contest. I right. think Julie Delpy, even if she had only made three movies in there—before sunrise, before sunset, and before midnight—she is right. phenomenal. But it's also like I feel like she has some recognition because she got two Oscar nominations for sc- helping write the script for but before that's midnight. A, that's and a be- different thing. Before sunrise, sunset. I know, I know. I mean, I, I I,
1: think, know. I actually think Cameron Diaz. I, I kind of agree in some way that I think she's underrated in a same similar way to the way that I think that Jennifer Aniston is underrated which is that I think they're super gifted. Seen as
0: celebrities first before they're seen as actresses. Which
1: happens a lot to comedic actresses. Yes. My problem is that I with the exception really of Vanilla Sky and kind of being John Malkovich but that film straddles the line of like a comedic and dramatic performance. Mm -hmm. I think that Cameron Diaz is pretty awful in drama.
0: Like gangs of New York. Like
1: gangs of New York. Like I just don't think she's her Golden Globe nominated work. But at the same time, I absolutely would have given her for sure a Golden Globe nomination and potentially an Oscar nomination for supporting actors for My Best Friend's Wedding. That is so true. Because she's fucking brilliant in that role. Like she actually is. She's
0: yes. And she could easily not.
1: And she could easily not be. And it is a hard role because you have to, at the end of the day, like Kimmy and root for her and root against Julia Roberts. But she also has to be these many things. So, and
0: it's, like, broadly comedic. And that's one of her, yes. I mean, beside after The Mask, which was just like, well, look, I look good in, high. like, a yeah. skimpy dress. Yeah. Which she's fine in that movie. Right. And I, I really like that movie. I do not. I am that. going to vote Cameron Diaz. I'm glad that you mentioned My Best Friend's Wedding, because even though it won our romantic comedy bracket, I forgot about it for a hot second yeah I love
1: no she's she's legit a super super talented comedic actress but she's kind of just makes this harder because and i feel like
0: her acting resume warrants uh like oh yeah we've never nominated you but you did the supporting role here's an oscar nomination
1: but i hate those type of nominations
0: That's sometimes unless i, I like do. the person and i like cameron diaz I See, do. I don't.
1: I always hate those because inevitably then you get a person like Julie Delpy who gets ignored.
0: Fair enough. I know. Because I know. she's
1: doing small, intimate, personal work and she's not a big star. And so instead the big star gets nominated and wins like Leonardo DiCaprio this past year for a garbage yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I just don't like the career nominations and the career. I think it should be.
0: Usually I don't, but.
1: Based on what right, you've done. You're right. You're right. You're right. It should be like the Great British Bake Off. It doesn't matter if you were the star baker the week before. If you have bad bad challenges that week, you can go home. Let it
0: be known, listener, that it took like 10 minutes for Elizabeth to bring up the Great British Bake Off. Which really you should just turn (laughs)
1: off this podcast and watch because it's the greatest show on earth. It is. It should win this bracket. It
0: is listed here. Uh, This is really Uh, hard. Okay, I I voted Cameron Diaz. I think you're both. I voted Julie Delpy.
1: I, to be fair, this is actually challenging because I think there are some great Cameron Diaz, but I think for the Before trilogy alone, no. and actually of all three, like I think for Before Midnight and the work she does is incredibly like complex and at times unlikable. And oh Julie yeah, Delpy, no, um, I think I would do
0: absolutely. Julie. Fair enough. Julie Delpe moves on.
1: But good for you, Cameron Diaz. Great comedic actress.
0: I wish she had faced someone else. And had moved I do on. too. What we got? We
2: have Emily Blunt mm-hmm. versus Martin Sheen.
1: Ooh. What that's an interesting, an interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: Marty Sheen. Uh, for me, it's clearly Emily Blunt. Yeah. I'm and too. I also think she's one of those that's going to get an Oscar nomination any day now, like any year. Sicario, Into the Woods, Devil yeah. Wars Prada, comedic supporting work. She is consistent. She's great in the end. Gorgeous. Un-victoria. Like, yeah. easier root for. Yep. I agree.
1: And Martin Sheen's best work has been on T V in The West Wing, which I love, but he won many an Emmy for it, so he never won the Emmy. He He didn't win any Emmys, and that's gonna be our next podcast (laughs) is people who have never won Emmys and he'll win that one.
0: Where's the Okay, Emily Blunt clearly moves on. Next we have Meg Ryan. (laughs) Not a girl. Oh, poor Meg Ryan. Versus Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, <laughs> obviously. Okay, but let's just take a moment to eulogize <laughs> Meg to? Ryan's face. Well. No. I i mean, I fought hard to put Meg Ryan in this list because... If I fought
1: hard, he means he stealthily circled her name despite both Nathan and I shaking our heads no. There are about
2: ten other people I would have put in before. Uh,
0: but again, it's like I'm thinking of like... Meg Ryan has carved such an iconic place in Hollywood history. I feel like she... Who cares? No, I want... Again, it See, comes I down to that epitaph. I want her to have the words Oscar nominee Meg Ryan. But
1: not particularly well. This is what I'm saying is that like I, I'm not dismissing. You know I will stick up for the rom-com because I love a good rom-com. I, I just think that there are many actresses who are much more for me much more talented at that genre and i would include cameron diaz in that like i would in a heartbeat give cameron diaz a nomination for a rom-com performance over meg ryan or i know she's an oscar winner so it doesn't count but like sandra bullock i think is a delightful rom-com lead like there are many rom-com leads that i support meg ryan i just honestly except for you've got mail
0: french kiss Us in seattle nope when Harry Met Sally. <laughs> oh, that is the downfall of Is because these two yahoos don't like When <laughs> Harry Met Sally.
2: I do like Sleepless in Seattle.
0: Yeah, which besides oh, the, the role being kind of weird, she's True. great. And we haven't even discussed how... I mean, I think it goes without saying, we fucking love Ewan McGregor. I I
1: love Ewan McGregor. Yeah, right. So we should discuss the one that we're actually voting for, so as not to make it seem like this is a situation where we just don't want to vote for Meg Ryan. Ewan McGregor is so great consistently, and... but He makes
0: it look so easy. Very
1: natural. And is
0: so gorgeous that...
1: He just won't get nominated. I mean, I would have nominated him for Beginner's. For sure, Moulin Rouge. For absolutely that. for Ruin The, Ruin the Ruin
0: Impossible. Ruin. Oh yes. my God, he's just heartbreaking. The yep. Impossible.
1: Yep.
0: He's so charismatic, so talented. Yeah. I hope it's happening at some point, but it better happen soon.
1: Yep. Maybe he'll get nominated for Lumiere. Beauty
0: and the Beast. Live the action
1: Beauty and the Beast.
0: Featuring Meg Ryan as Belle, I think. <laughs> no, all right. Ian Mcgregor clearly moves on. Sorry, Meg Ryan.
1: All right, our next matchup is David O'Yellow.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> this is the easiest one in the world for me, and I feel like you guys are going to fight me, and I'm going to be really mad. Oh, no. Versus Shailene Woodley. Oh. So can I just say I don't get the hype about Shailene Woodley. And Fair. I Fair, think I think it was best said, actually, in a review for Fault in Our Stars on the film experience. And it summed up how I feel, which is that Shailene Woodley can do the like big moments, the big like weepy, emotive moments. What she can't do is just exist. There's never a moment where I'm like, I am not totally conscious of like, I am watching a young person act. To me, watching her act is like watching a high school play, where I'm like, I'm aware that you're a person pretending to be someone else. You're I never just it. in the moment versus David Oyelowo who as I first off would have not only nominated but would have handed him best actor for Selma but he also has popped up in so many things that for so many years I was like that actor I love that actor from all of Lee Daniels other stuff I mean I think he's the best thing about the butler which does not work for many many reasons. It's not reasons. really saying that much, but he <laughs> is not, very but good. It's not, but he like so, makes yeah. that role, which is not an easy role of like the turned militant son, like Black Panther, like he makes he just is compellingly watchable and often like pops. He's so good in A Most Violent Year. Yes. And then he has all these movies that he's like in one scene, he's in the first of the, the like James Franco Planet of the Apes. What is that? Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, Donald I totally Planet forgot about that. as the villain. He just always pops for me on screen. Interstellar. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Like, he he is someone to me who should be nominated. And specifically for Selma, which I think is a once-in-a-lifetime role and a once-in-a-lifetime performance. We are knocked out of the
0: park and the performance in the film are fantastic.
1: And maybe. I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I'm a little drunk on these Mar- Martinez or whatever we're drinking. Modified Mar- <sighs> Martinez. martinez If it had been a white actor playing a sort of similarly iconic historic white person they would have for sure been nominated and probably won a la Daniel Day-Lewis and Lincoln which to Mm. me this was a performance on par for that but he wasn't and it's bullshit so
0: are you saying Shailene Woodley could not have played (laughs) That role in Selma. <laughs>
1: I'm already just bitter because she's gonna ruin HBO's Big Little Lies for me, which was like one of my favorite books, and she's like oh, my favorite yeah. character I from that day. book. She's in that.
0: Um,
2: well, I I'm 100% Shailene Woodley. No, just kidding. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> say,
1: please, please don't <laughs> I lie. was like, are you really gonna say that when I'm holding this drink in my hand? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think David Oyelowo is also very sexy. Oh yeah, and it has a great little bubble butt. Set. But in addition so Shailene, to being talented, oh, no, I'm kidding. Yes. But I do like Shailene Woodley quite a bit. I think she's quite watchable. Um, but there have only really been the two movies that I've really seen her in and liked her. Do
1: Descendants love her in the and Divergent series?
0: Oh God, no! But I don't. Not. I wouldn't blame her. No, I don't for blame that. her for that. Actually, I think she's good in The Descendants. I hated that movie, but I think she's good. I think I she's don't. great in The Spectacular Now. that she's not the best performance in it. And I think she's. Quite good in The Fault in Our Stars. But again, I I don't think she's the best performance in that movie. Which, that movie was blue chunks.
1: She's like a fine crier in those scenes where she had to cry. It was all the scenes that she just had to be natural and exist in the moment that I was like, Oh, nope.
0: I think she's fine. I think she's still working, still learning, and she will...
1: Uh-oh. Well moving on, David O'Yellow won that round. I can he tell did. from Nathan's from face this next one is gonna be real heartbreaking this
2: for sucks. No, no, no what? What? Kirsten Dunst and Oscar Isaac.
1: No. <laughs>
0: ooh. ooh ooh.
1: No. We get ooh. fucking Richard Gere against Maria Bello, who I like you, Maria Bello, <sighs> but come on. And then I get this.
0: Kiki and Oscar Isaac. Oh. It's hard because I feel like Oscar Isaac is like the it guy he's, right now. He's starting but, to peak
1: right now, yeah.
0: And it seems like Kiki's best days were maybe behind her for a second, but she's really rallied she's and she's so great in Fargo. She's
1: having a resurgence, I feel like. She is. And she and got I to be on like, the con jury like, this mm-hmm. year.
0: Ah, <sighs> She probably came closest when she was like, what, 11 for Interview with a Vampire, which I haven't seen yeah. probably since it came out, but I thought she was so so oh, good in that movie.
1: She was also great in the other stuff at that time. Like she was a great child actress. She's fabulous in Little She's She's fabulous in Little Women.
2: Well, I'll I can go first because I think I've decided, and I, I think have I know too. why. I'm going. I love both of them. That's why I was groaning. Um, but I I will vote for Kirsten Dunst because she is so much fun to watch act I just have more fun watching her to see what she's going to do next Mm -hmm. and what choices she's going to make and Oscar Isaac is fabulous but I I don't have as rosy of feelings towards him because he's more serious in, in some ways true
1: I think his actual like acting choices are more surprising. Just thinking about his, you know, his performances and his roles.
0: Yeah, maybe his choices within the movies, but I love Kirsten Dunst's project choices. Like I don't know who her manager is, but I over the years, like, it's always hard to transition. Not that I would know, but to transition from a child actress or actor into an adult, and she has been consistently working forever, and at a girl
1: i mean it's hard and for never bad
0: i don't think she's ever really bad i do I think projects she's bad. are bad i
1: think she's bad in the super, in the spider-man movies oh
0: no i disagree <laughs> vehemently
1: i dislike her in all those see so i have this hard thing because i went through a period where i really was like over kirsten dunst because i hated her in the spider-man movies i mean i hated those movies anyways but i also
0: i think it's think just the toby mcguire of it all for you
1: no but i think i described her as a pair like a, a a piece of driftwood (laughs) when we were talking about that movie. And I I think part of it is the project. And I think part of it is also the role, which is like any sort of damsel in distress role in a superhero film is just a real like terrible thing to be saddled with because it's never going to be interesting when you have to be just this like perfect object of desire for your lead character superhero to hold in high regard and then also like scream and cry and be constantly in peril. I don't think there's a lot you can do with that. True. And sh- she, at least at that point was not a gifted enough actress to make that interesting. I'm not sure if anyone would be. All right. Um, but that having been said, I think part of the problem, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to go Kirsten Dunst only because Oscar Isaac is, Still so new to me. I mean, you know I fucking love him. He's like my My jaws one. on the ground. You know he's so like my know. number one choice as a date to Okay, well let our me just wedding. speak
0: up for a minute then. Okay. No, I, lo- I mean I, I love-
1: have a lot of great things to say about Oscar, I think. I just think that he's only really arrived on my radar in the last Four to five years, which and means I he's still only... think those
0: four or five years trump Kirsten Dunn's career.
1: It's pro- it might be true. Like
0: inside Lewin Davis. No, I would
1: have nominated him for that.
0: Phenomenal.
1: I would have nominated him for most man of the year. I would have nominated this year for Ex Machina. Ex
0: friggin' Machina. You
1: know that was like my favorite male performance of the year this year.
0: And I'm so okay. Maybe Again, I'm both... talking myself around. Wait, no. both both of them. I no. love I love their choices because they can be very versatile. Oscar Isaac, especially lately, and he said this. You know that. I mean, I think. I forget what his original last name is, but it's very clearly, F- he's what? Cuban?
1: Uh, he's or Cuban Jordan? and Guatemalan.
0: Okay, yeah. is like Fernandez or something like that. Fernandez. I, Fernandez. Fernandez, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Change it to Isaac. And he has played the gamut of like, yeah. ethnic, and that, that has really helped him be like anything and anyone. And yeah. he, you can put two performances of his together and someone wouldn't, Right. recognize that it's the same person. I mean, at the same
1: time, it's sort of sad that he had to do that and that like, he I was know, able to get away with it because he happens to be, like, lighter-skinned.
0: Good for him. But, though. For, you know, no, navigating I, the world. Yeah. But then also, Kirsten Dunst, if you put, like, Bring It On, which we all love, yes. next to, like, Melancholia, very different roles, still Kirsten Dunst, but she excels at both of them. She can yeah. really do that teen, like, big-budget comedy sell it sell the hell out of dick. it and then dick yes i fucking love dick
1: <laughs> let it be known that, that all was of double entendre run, all of us here in the drink fucking love dick
0: <laughs> right whereas then her co-star in that michelle williams has gone on to three oscar nominations yes. coming from dawson's creek and kirsten yeah. dunce is still sitting in the corner like yeah what about me but at least hopefully she'll get her emmy nomination for fargo season yeah. two this year which Fargo was amazing. I guess
1: this is what I'm having a hard time with, too, is that I just keep thinking about her and Fargo, which I shouldn't because it's TV. Right. I know. Because that was, like, my favorite
0: I TV think, for games. me, if if I take those two, maybe my favorite of her. Oh, but then Drop Dead Gorgeous, which we friggin' love. Yeah. Uh, this is a really, really hard matchup. <laughs> no, and I don't think um, I would vote either of these matchup. as, like, a number one seed. That's why it's a hard matchup. But it's just yeah. a... They're very equal. Um, I narrowly go Oscar Isaac, just given Inside Lewin Davis I think plus you, Ex Machina. I
1: think you talked me around. I think when I look, I think my like overwhelming love for Kiki Dunst, especially in the past year, because for me she's had like a real comeback tale. Mm-hmm. In my own estimation, I'm like valuing her higher. But I guess when I talk about actual like movie roles like, which ones I would have nominated her for which versus, like, which ones I would have given for Oscar Isaac. And the fact that Oscar Isaac was my choice not only... Or actually, I think maybe I voted for Leo Schreiber and put him, ranked him second. But either way, he gave either my first or second favorite supporting actor performance of the year. Okay, I do Oscar Isaac.
0: I do too. So he narrowly moves on. <sighs> I feel like...
1: That one was tough. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, Kirsten. I feel like
0: I feel like Kirsten Dunst still her best is ahead of her. She's still like so. navigating and learning. We'll see. That's that took a long ass time. You
2: said I know. A minute ago.
0: What else? Okay, next. Oh,
1: Hollywood is not coming
0: Rays again. B. We've got Katherine O'Hara yes. versus Michael B. Jordan. What an odd pairing, and I can't <laughs> wait for that rom com. <laughs> I want to just cast all of these pairings in romantic comedies, <laughs> and that will be genius. All right. Catherine O'Hara, Michael B. Jordan.
1: Okay, I'll go first. I love Michael B. Jordan. I think, first off, I'm clouded by the fact that he's stupidly attractive. I would have nominated Stupid. him this year for Creed. It was such a weak year for Best Actor anyways, and the fact that half of the ones that got nominated over him in Creed, and I hate I hate boxing movies, but I still loved his performance. <laughs> uh, I also think that he definitely at least deserved to be in the conversation for Val Station... Um, that having been said, if we're going with like, you know, the, I think he still has like, I think he's just starting now. And I think he hopefully, unless Hollywood is particularly cruel, going to have stuff coming out, whereas Catherine O'Hara is going to have even less and less than she always had which was not great because she was a character actress mm-hmm. but I would nominate her for pretty much every single Christopher Guest movie ever I would nominate and her for waiting for Guffman yeah. I would wait her, nominate her for Beetlejuice I would definitely have nominated her for for your, consideration. for your Consideration Oh man she's so good She's amazing and best in show Like Isn't there's... she the
0: mom in Home Alone? Oh, yes. my God. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. I would...
0: <gasps> don't even start. I would me.
1: nominate her for that performance. I mean, she is, like, the epitome of supporting actress genius.
0: She really is. And I feel like she could... Because she can also...
1: Uh, Cause, no, because she's great at drama, too. I mean, I think this is obviously a TV movie, but, like, in Temple Grandin.
0: Oh, yeah. She's yeah. so
1: good. Like, no. Catherine O'Hara is my everything.
0: She's, she just exudes such empathy. I don't know how yes. the, just for the actors and characters around her, yes. and uh, I mean that probably comes from. I she probably started in sketch comedy, no? Right. Yeah. I just, don't know, but she maybe but not. I don't sense. know. I I adore her, and I'm so glad you mentioned she Home also, alone, which I think won our holiday movie bracket she or came have. very close. No one. I mean, just start to play that music, and when she comes home and calls for Kevin, I'm gonna start crying again. Even like, though that's more the movie than <laughs> ne- necessarily is her performance, but she—I I feel like uh, if I could
1: have anybody in this list that like I would want to have her type of career and be that t- type of person and that talent, I would actually pick Catherine O'Hara because she's gotten to play these great, fantastic, funny supporting character parts. She doesn't have like paparazzi chasing her. Right. She's yeah. ideal to me.
2: Well, I guess I have to vote. Catherine O'Hara.
1: <laughs> Ooh, we are having the real, speaking of, I know I just said I would want to be Catherine O'Hara, but I might want to be this person, too. This one's a tough choice. Alice and Janney. Ooh. Oh, no. No.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. What have you done? Where's what have you this done? is the
1: Alice and Janney equivalent in my brain, Sam Rockwell.
0: Oh, aye, aye, aye.
1: oh no. They were even in The Way Way Back together.
0: Oh, they're both. so Where I would like nominate both of them. Oh, she's so good in that movie. I mean, she's good in everything.
1: Oh no, but well, he's too. He's not true. bad. He's never bad in anything. He's often the most watchable. This is part. another
0: Kiki Dunst Oscar Isaac pairing where I feel like they're very well matched.
1: Yes, I think about like Moon for him, mm-hmm. where it's just him and he's so terrific, or something like Seven Psychopaths, where his choices are. So strange and perfect, and mm-hmm. unlike anything else.
0: He goes for it.
1: God, I feel it's like
0: hard. Allison Janney is so prolific, and so much of her most lauded work is TV. Right. Not just with The West Wing, and now with Mom. Right. Masters of Sex.
1: <sighs> but then I think, well, first off, in Drops are gorgeous. She's so amazing. She the is. way way back, she's so amazing. But then I also think of her in, like, Juno, where she has that one scene where she talks about, like, the nails. God,
0: I do, Is she the mom?
1: She's the stepmom.
0: God, I don't remember that movie.
1: And she's really, really great and takes what could be just a, like, evil stepmom role and instead... I mean, it's really the script that doesn't make her that, but mm-hmm. she just really... You see how much she, like, cares and... Again, she has sort of that Catherine O'Hare, which she, where she has so much empathy and chemistry with her co-stars that you always feel that connection.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am having a hard time with this because, I mean, if you just pick those two of them not under this like context of favorite actors without Oscar nominations... I feel like I love Alice and Jane, no question, above Sam Rockwell, which is probably also the actress sexual in us coming out. Right. But if I'm just going off purely their film work that I have seen, who has maybe deserved an Oscar nomination, I think I'm going to go Sam Rockwell, which pains me to no end.
1: Yeah. I think, especially because of Moon.
0: And conviction, which is a oh, shitty ass yeah, movie, but, but he's but amazing. He's so good. I mean, he's again, he's always good. So is Allison Janney. If you, you give again, you a give male, them a, a script male actor, or a he's role, just
1: had more opportunity to have meteor film roles, I think, than Allison Janney, in a way.
0: Probably, but she's also so prolific, and she will yeah. take anything. Yep. I mean, not that she's like desperate for work and will take anything, but she will take anything and make it gold. Yeah. She will take a few lines yep. and give you genius. Yep not necessarily always comedic genius. She is also a very gifted dramatic actress.
1: What do you think, Nathan? Because Matt and I have been talking a lot.
2: I think Allison Janney is someone I'm more familiar with because I didn't finish Moon. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. (sighs) And Allison Janney played the Moon. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I think this these kinds of brackets have to be personal oh for sure and
0: so alice janney for me narrowly sam rockwell for me no
1: fuck you i think i think i again if i chose oscar isaac over kiki dunce because thinking of oscar nominating stuff i think i have to go with sam rockwell
0: oh but now i want to switch to alice and janney no i can't we're narrowly narrowly going with sam rockwell then that was. That okay, was the fall. next
2: matchup is Jim Carrey and Paul Bettany.
1: Oh. Oh. For so me, for me,
2: it's. No, I'm okay. starting. Yes, please. For me, it is Jim Carrey. Um, really, only for The Truman Show, kind of, and more so Eternal Sunshine. Yep. Um, Paul Bettany is great, but just hasn't made as much of an impression on me in any of his roles
0: right that's true he had like a brief moment where it was like oh clearly he's gonna be nominated once he had like a beautiful mind and then i thought he was fantastic and master me commander too. which i loved for some reason i really liked that movie
1: yeah which is really strange it was not not, movie my, that would be up my, not head, my style
0: but. but i was on board uh but yeah i freaking love jim carrey more than Either of you do, and I think he is Yeah,
1: I mean I think I think I think phenomenal. Jim Carrey is usually a garbage fire and I hate him, except for Truman show and then Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which even if he made no other film than Eternal Sunshine, he the fact that he wasn't nominated for that is a crime. So and it's Man on call. the moon.
0: Nope. No. <laughs> no. Fair enough. <laughs> Next, another comedic genius, Steve Martin, mm-hmm. versus Donald Sutherland.
1: Oh, no. This is probably only hard for me.
0: No, this is a difficult. These are... Uh, these are good matchups. They are.
1: I'm just going to go because I'm getting drunk and we're going long. I'm going to go as much as I love Steve Martin, and I do so much. I'm going to go Donald Sutherland because I think he's just given riskier performances that are shocking that he hasn't been nominated and the fact that I would have nominated 100% him for supporting actor the year of Pride and Prejudice. He's got that Pride and Prejudice Trump card in which I think he is so great as Mr. Bennett. So, Donald Sutherland, but I love Steve Martin.
0: For me, the Trump card is probably Ordinary People, which I love more Mm. than most Ordinary People. (laughs) (laughs) I just slapped him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And when you look at just lists of who most people like think are like, wait, that person doesn't have an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Donald Sutherland is up there. Well, wait, so is Steve Martin. I know. I think of all of me. Yeah. And again, no, it's I like that problem great. of where he's mostly known he as a comedian again. and gets overlooked, similar to Jim Carrey. Just, but for I mean, me, it's personal. It's yeah. ordinary people and that he should have been nominated for that. And I should have had a makeup nomination with Pride and Prejudice,
1: like you mentioned. Yeah.
0: But then he's so great.
1: (sighs) He's really great in M.A.S.H. He's really great in Don't Look Now. Don't Look Now. He just is a weird, exciting... Body snatcher, ...strange performer that I sort of admire.
0: Totes.
2: Donald Sutherland. Yeah. 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 I think part of me... I mean, I vote Donald Sutherland, definitely. Um, It's unanimous. But I think part of it is that Steve Martin, for me, is more of just an all-around entertainer. which sure. it's which is, which is not necessarily fair. True. Um, but Donald Sutherland's more of an actor.
0: And Steve Martin did just win an honorary Oscar. Right. Yeah. Not that that should matter, and it doesn't it for, does. for this, but he did. Kind
1: of, as opposed to Donald Sutherland, who's not famous enough. Uh, to... He could,
0: at some point. Maybe. We'll see. I don't
1: know. That's a whole other bet cool tis what's next next we have jeff daniels Mm. versus john goodman which somehow seems appropriate wow yeah Yeah, these are
0: these are good (laughs) matchups i'm i just like jeff daniels better i don't even want to like delve into their filmography in my brain (laughs) i just like john goodman better
1: i think i'm going john goodman too
0: Alright, name name one movie, why?
1: Uh, I would 100% give it to him for The Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski. because okay. he's so funny, and I would also, I'd also probably give it to him for Barton Fink.
2: He's the only thing I like about Inside Llewyn Davis. <gasps> Not that it's a bad movie, <gasps> just the only thing I really personally responded to.
1: I would basically just give it to him for his whole Coen Brothers au revoir.
2: Also, part of it, this is completely unfair to Jeff Daniels, but... I just saw John Goodman in that was oh, it Claudeville, Twelve Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. 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 yeah, Lane, which he's terrific he's and amazing in. Fantastic.
0: They're both kind of like consistent workhorse. Yeah. Pop up and things. I love Jeff Daniels in The Squid and the Whale, where I I think he's really brings a lot of depth.
1: I do too, but he also reminds me of my dad in that movie, which makes me like really cringe and have a hard time. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. But I'm gonna also vote for John Goodman over Jeff Daniels because I'm holding you against Jeff Daniels for Dumb and Dumber, which I mm.
0: no. But then, like, he makes that work, and that's such broad comedy he that I loved as like work. a 12-year-old. Oh, no, no,
1: I hate that movie with a fiery passion. Well, that movie is a glimpse into hell.
0: Jump into a fire.
1: I would rather.
0: Fair enough. John no. Goodman moves on.
2: I think this one's going to be an uphill climb for me.
0: No, what do we got? Colin
2: Farrell oh. against Gael Garcia Bernal.
1: I assume you're going Gael.
2: Yes, I'm going for Gael because uh Mama Tambien is one of my favorite movies of all time in no small part because of him. Uh, the Motorcycle Diaries only works because of him. I agree with that. Uh, Bad Education I, is like my least favorite Almodovar movie but he's Are great he's
0: fantastic in that movie uh,
2: even like The Science of Sleep makes yeah. me like him mm-hmm. oh, I liked that movie um, no no yeah mm-hmm. I mean I, I do really respect Colin Farrell and like even kind of like Colin Farrell was he was Colin Farrell in Alexander way back <laughs> when <laughs> yes. yes he yeah, was so I had a crush on him too so I, remember. Why, this is actually I
1: think we sort of all another would have had crushes on both of them yeah like both like kind of dreamy they kind of came like started to break out at around the same time yeah like, because they
0: were like attractive yeah, yeah.
1: dark haired yeah I mean I love Gael I, I think for me, Colin Farrell, just because I remember seeing him in Tigerland. And I was just so struck by him, and it's one of those film debuts, not unlike Jessica Chastain in The Help for me, where it was just yeah. like, who is this person I can't...
0: Like, the second you see them, you're like, oh, they're going to be a thing.
1: Yes. Um, and then he went through his sort of his own ScarJo thing, where people were like, but he's so attractive. He should be the bland lead in things. And he sort of did that, and that didn't work out. And then he came back with In Bruges, and I fucking love him in that movie won the globe and
0: just saw him in the lobster
1: the lobster he's really true like i really think that he is such a great like character interesting actor i'm gonna go with colin farrell but i love gael that's a hard matchup it is and And again both are welcome to come here i'm happy to have a threesome with that yes (laughs) ma'am
0: times 12 uh yeah. No, I I agree.
2: I knew you were both gonna vote for Colin Farrell. No,
1: hey no this, this is, is narrow. narrowly. No. This was, no, this was really hard. I like them both a lot. I think for me, again, it's that like it's the like Chastain effect, which is that just that his debut is so vivid in my mind that I kind of Fair
2: enough. They're both very good,
0: so
1: yeah. I'm fine with that. They
0: me. really are. Again, that was a really even matchup. Only two more matchups. We've got James McAvoy versus Kristen Wiig.
1: You know I'm going, as much as I love her, you know I'm going McAvoy. McAvoy is my dream come true. And he's just like Ewan McGregor to me in that he's Scottish and he does such subtle, natural, wonderful, supportive, generous work. He's Mm -hmm. generous with everyone on his screen. I mean, the fact that Horace Whitaker won for King of Scotland for what is the least subtle performance in that movie <laughs> versus the work that James McAvoy does in that film which is so terrific and and layered and again natural and generous I I, I vote for yeah. Jimmy Mack we have I just, the but last I love the Kristen We have the last King yeah. of
2: Scotland we have atonement and we have The Chronicles of Narnia. Yep. It's a dominant, in the wardrobe, where he is fucking hot <laughs> as a half animal <laughs> the most sexually confusing time of my life
1: <laughs> which I like that we've now talked about on two, po- two of our podcasts as At much
2: as possible I like to bring it uh, up <laughs> Um, Too bad Bernard's not on here. (laughs) The Santa Claus. David Krumholz. Um, Not
0: on this list.
2: um, But yeah, I think I absolutely adore Kristen Wiig. I think in Nasty Baby particularly is a recent role that I loved her in. Um, But James McAvoy takes it for me.
1: I also feel like Kristen Wiig is sort of peaking now. Like I think there's still a chance that she could get an Oscar nomination in the next three to five years depending on the work I that she continues so. to pick. I feel like James McAvoy has already good proven things. that he
0: should yeah. be an Oscar nominee and I feel like Kristen Wiig is continuing to prove herself in lots of projects where she's showing a lot of range and I think she's actually really really great actress rather than just like SNL work she's obviously a great comedian
1: I thought she was great in Diary of a Teenage Girl
0: oh absolutely in Welcome to Me, Bridesmaids where she actually shows a lot of like part of the reason that movie worked so well is I mean it's the whole cast but also just her like plumbing the Depths of depression. And yeah, like, I
1: mean, part of it is the script, but the the emotional stakes of her character make that movie sort of rise above just being
0: a. I agree, but she hasn't yeah. been in a project yet, and maybe she's just not getting the roles and that it's been like. Right. Boom! You should have an Oscar nomination. Whereas James McAvoy has tips in his favor. Right.
1: Well, she's also like hitting her stride. What she must be like late thirties. Yeah. She might be forty oh, now. I
0: think she's over. But yeah. Yeah. Because she started pretty late, but anyhow, right, uh, which is great.
1: No, but I mean that's great for her. That's great that she's sort of like coming into her own. Oh,
0: absolutely. James McAvoy moves on. Last matchup. What do we got? It's you.
1: Tis, Andy. Ser- oh no. Andy Circus versus Jamie Bell.
0: Oh. This makes
1: me really, really sad. I. King
0: Those Kong. Those are two people I just want to
2: give King a Kong. hug to. Yeah. Not that they're, like, sad people or play sad characters. It's but...
1: so, so, like, Andy's, Serkis we talk about all the time and how we're going to cast him in everything and have him play everybody, because he's so great. But then Jamie Bell is my number one, like, should have had an Oscar nomination and didn't. For Billy for Elliot. For Billy Elliot, which is probably in my top five paper performances of the last 15 years.
0: <laughs> 16 years at this point. Uh, shut your dun, face. Dun, dun, dun.
1: I, think I it's, know. It's
2: almost shameful that Jamie Bell doesn't have an Oscar nomination, but with Andy Serkis, it's more unsurprising.
0: That he doesn't? That he doesn't. Because it's mostly like motion capture. Yeah, right. yeah but still his. I mean, we were talking
2: about the Oscars. There's a history.
0: It is, but at I the know.
1: same time, like, I think, and I certainly am not opposed or saying he shouldn't be nominated for a motion capture performance, but at the same time, there is a degree to which it is not solely his own creation I mean there is even with an actor on page because you have editors taking your best takes and the script and everything like that but I feel like you know when it is motion capture a certain amount of even like the subtleties of the facial expressions it's dependent upon the skill of the animators as well and manipulation Versus Jamie Bell at like 11 years old doing that performance, doing which is incredible frankly incredible
0: BAFTA winning work. Yeah, which
1: is frankly st- that, that performance from a performer at that young of an age is still astonishing to me. And then, despite and not he having continued like
0: continued to grow up, no problem, right? And like, then, despite what not happened having to like his puberty awkward stage, he films, just grew right through it. and Now he's just right. hot.
1: Like, oh, no, I mean, he again, like, please come over, Jamie Bell. <laughs> I know you and Evan Rachel Wood are, like, no longer, so come on. Um, but and despite not having, like, the t- the role to match Billy Elliot, he has never been bad. He's not unlike Sam Rockwell, which is that even when he's in a really shit movie... I so agree. He's still great.
0: Like, um, the chum scrubber, which is stupid, who's yes. good in it, but I'm trying to think of... There's that movie with Dermot Mulroney. Oh, he could have been on this list, actually. Um What? No. No. <laughs> yes, I love Dermot Mulroney.
1: But not for this. <laughs> no.
0: Shut your mouth, <laughs> both of you. Um. he uh, on judging Amy? <laughs> not no, that's that I know of. Dylan McDermott, actually, Undertow. Uh, no, yeah. Undertow. Under <laughs> under
1: oh, Undertow. Yes, with yeah. Josh Lucas.
0: Yeah, and Dermot Mulroney.
1: Who? But Josh Lucas. Like, anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Agree. And he's
0: in King Kong with Andy Serkis
1: yeah, no. I think I think as much as I love Andy Circus and I wish that the Academy would be more open to motion capture. I, again, if I did Colin Farrell because of *Tigerland* alone, like I have to do Jamie Bell for Billy Elliot.
0: Well, I have to do Andy Circus, and you do Jamie Bell. Yeah. Okay. Jamie Bell, it is. That narrows it down from thirty-two to sixteen. Let's take it to eight. What do we got?
2: Uh, we have Julie Delpy and Jim Carrey.
1: Oh, God.
0: Jim Carrey. Eternal Sunshine, Man on the Moon, Truman Show. You know that I only A have whole whole one. The Grinch, even? No, like, he can do bra <laughs> Oh, come
1: on. I mean, no, no, I'm not necessarily not voting against him. I'm just saying, for me, the only thing that is even like enticing as eternal sunshine but that's one of my favorite performances ever so he's not out of the competition but don't try and sway me by naming his other work because then you're going to just sway him to the (laughs) the Delphi because i loathe jim carrey and pretty much everything else and
2: let's remember this is called our favorite actors without oscar nominations right that is what the category is category is (laughs) choose correctly or a divorce is headed your way so julie delpy for sure gets my vote because i like her more than jim carrey oh it's easy yeah i love him in eternal sunshine but this is not who this is not even who deserves an oscar this is favorite actors without oscar nominations that's what you decided we to call should, it.
0: Should have Oscar now. Nope,
2: that's not how you titled it.
0: <laughs> I can title it whatever I want. I haven't posted this yet. You're both Julie Delpy.
1: I haven't decided. Okay. But you're I'm just Julie saying, Delpy. if you're I'm trying, if you're trying to convince me, don't name the rest of his films because then it makes it very easy for me because I don't like any other Jim. Car- I mean, I kind of like the Truman Show performance, but besides those two, I
0: again for me it's coming down to a full career. Warranting an Oscar nomination at some point, right? Whereas Julie Delpy does have, again, it doesn't really count, but she does have two Oscar nominations for writing.
1: Yes. Whereas for me, the rest of Jim Carrey's career is a dumpster fire of like what makes us as a culture worse for the wear.
2: Whereas Julie Delpy is never bad.
1: Right. And she and she makes interesting films that she is a part of creating, and also she Often. is a part of creating. Complex at times, unlikable. Her share
0: of shit. She's in like an American werewolf in London. She's
1: also in my favorite, uh, The Three Musketeers. It's Kristen Dole's love interest, but that was early in her career when she had no control. I'm saying now that she, sort of has the clout. She's developing her roles. I'm thinking even like Two Days in Paris and two or two nights in Paris, Two Days in Paris, Mm. and then the sequel in New York. Like, she. She is also taking on roles, and she doesn't look like, as she's gotten older, Like her body is kind of more regular. Like She hasn't succumbed to all of these things that women are expected to be in film, and I just keep coming back to her performance in Before Midnight and how un-Hollywood that is. I know. And what a fantastic... I mean, this is hard for me because I love Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine, but as a woman... (laughs)
0: I don't know, I know. But we go back card. to like Allison Janney versus Sam Rockwell from round one.
1: Right. Except we for... We narrowly
0: cited Sam Rockwell and I feel like this is similar. See, we should go back and amend
2: that because <laughs> this is called favorite actors without Oscar
0: nomination. Right, and exactly being, and I said I prefer Allison Janney, however...
1: The difference being that Sam Rockwell for me, I love them both. And Sam Rockwell is never bad. Allison Janney is never bad. Sam Rockwell has just had more opportunity to play more complex roles Julie on Delpy film versus Julie Delpy is never bad.
2: TV. Jim Carrey has been bad in the majority of his And film. this is what I'm Not saying. True.
1: Tough luck. We got to end this at some point. I'm going Julie Delpy.
0: You bitches. This her. Is her just...
1: I can't cool. vote against like three amazing, comp, four or five amazing complex female performances that That's she has and given. developed. That Jim Carrey has given. Whatever, (laughs) screw
0: you guys. Next, we have Scarlett Johansson.
1: It doesn't take away our love for eternal sunshine. Versus
0: Emily Blunt. Uh, That's too bad for one of them. Well,
2: I, I... It's pretty easy for me. I would go Scarlett Johansson just for such work as Under the Skin and her. I think she's more likely to be named a favorite actress of mine because, again... She's more fun to watch on screen, and not that Emily is not, not that Emily Blunt is not, because she's fantastic and I love everything she does, Mm -hmm. but Scarlett Johansson is more surprising, partly in terms of the work she picks, Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I have to make a decision, so that's it.
0: God, this is, like, a coin to... This is another even. Yeah, no, totally. Because I I, mean, they're both, you know, similar in, like, the Hollywood and indie projects that yeah. they pick, and they yeah. get big roles. They're similar, like, attractive and Right. Edge of Tenaro versus
1: Black oh, well, Widow.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they'll... And, in fact, they, Emily they Blunt was Black Shatner's. Widow before
1: she dropped out in Scarlett Johansson took over. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Or didn't remember. Um uh, and I like them both a lot and I both think they're headed for Oscar nominations at some point. Yeah. Fairly soon. Uh, I think for me, I am no god, I don't know. Go first. I don't know.
1: No, I was hoping you were gonna pick and then pick Johansson so I wouldn't have to pick. Um I think at the end of the day right now I'm gonna pick Johansson just because okay. Blunt to me is still like coming up as far as like getting interesting roles. Whereas Scarlett Johansson has already given to me what are, like, I as much as I love Emily Blunt, I don't know that there are any of her performances that I'd be like, ooh, that's iconic, or like, that's the one I'm going to remember her for, versus, like, Scarlett Johansson, who has, for me, under the skin and lost in translation. All right, the next one. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> Maria Bella versus Dawn Sutherland. Oh, God.
0: I want that romantic comedy right now. <laughs>
2: well, Donald Sutherland by a mile for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love you, Maria Bella, but Donald it is.
0: Yeah, it would have been semi-difficult. No, it's Donald Sutherland. What do we got? Guy Pierce,
2: who shouldn't even be here right now. <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> and Colin Farrell, who should also not be here right now.
0: I go Colin Farrell. Oh, another difficult matchup, but yeah, i I go Bal- yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, I would Farrell. go Colin Farrell for sure. So. Easy oh, they up. should be
1: in a movie together if they haven't been already.
0: And they should be in a romantic comedy together yes! right now. I Magic would drama. They should do drama. Next, David Oyelowo versus Sam Rockwell. Ooh. <laughs> So, I think requires more discussion. Uh, they're
1: also another, again, a pair where they're never bad in anything. Yep. Even if the movie even around, even if they're them in bad terrible, movies, they're not bad. Yeah. Which they've both had their fair share of terrible movies.
0: That's for sure.
1: <sighs> I mean,
0: Sam Rockwell clearly has had more opportunities. I feel like. But of course. He's also white. So.
1: Well, he's also just been working longer than David Oyelowo, who is like a decade younger than him. And he works a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: See, I have to go first and this is not fair, but it's it is what it is and I have to go with David Oyelowo just because I'm not really that familiar with Sam Rockwell's work.
0: I mean, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everything I've seen him in I've liked. Mm-hmm. Right. And but I know who he is stand and out. what he No, he does stand out, but like
0: <sighs> not to the point of Oscar nomination.
2: Well, and there are probably some key performances that I haven't seen. Right. That would maybe put him over the edge, but for me, David Oyelowo is just more top of my mind
1: right now. Also, again, also unfair. But best think,
0: performance versus best performance, Oyelowo wins for Selma. Yeah. But
1: <sighs> I think I'm going to too, just because again, if okay. we're doing like favorite actors, which I love them both, without an Oscar nomination, the fact that Oyelowo was not even nominated for what should have been an Oscar-winning performance. And again, would have been if it had been a white actor playing a white icon. He's included.
0: All right. By Sam Rocky. Hello, David
1: him. Sam Rock will come and have a dance party with me.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we got?
1: Co-stars Oscar Isaac and John Goodman.
0: Uh, Oscar Isaac.
1: Yeah. Going, Oscar Isaac, I'm for going sure. I'm Oscar Isaac. That was pretty... Easy as much as I love John Goodman too, but
0: equally hot. But
1: <laughs> we'll have a threesome with them
0: too. Oh no! Ooh, ooh, uh
2: oh! James McAvoy and Jamie no! Bell. Oh no! yeah, that's a
1: no. Great
0: threesome. Come speaking. across the pond, oh. boys. <laughs> oh. uh,
1: boyfriend number one versus boyfriend number two.
0: James McAvoy. <laughs> Quick before I change my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean he's had just because Jamie Bell hasn't had as much opportunity since.
0: He's still like transitioning into adult, like Ray. wanting to establish Red. himself. James
1: McVoy has had grown up like fully fleshed out roles, but it's hard because I just said David Oyelowo. That's of exactly the one. my
0: hesitation because of the one performance. David A. Yellow went through. If I'm doing one performance from each of these, Jamie Bell moves on for Billy Elliot. But then it's also, that's more or less a child performance. How much right. can you credit to them? How much can you credit to Stephen Daldry, the director?
1: But he also had to dance, I mean, he also had to dance in that, which was him. Like, it's not a that's manipulation of editing or...
0: And it's the perfect, like, talent. Like, he's not a phenomenal, clearly they got, like, a dancer first. Right. He's an actor who can dance. move well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that movie just gets to our heart.
1: I mean, again, that movie is probably, at least of the 2000s, for the last 16 years, it is probably in my top three movies. It might be my number one. Oh. Okay, you go, Nathan, So I don't have to make this decision. I don't really...
2: Oh, I mean, this is difficult. But I also don't feel that invested in either of them. Right, Um, like I kind of do. I like both of them. They're great.
1: I also know that advancing on, they're going to have a tough time against some of the other people against on this list. anyone
2: that has already advanced. That's, that's true. Why right. That's why I'm like, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I'm, I'll just make it easy for us. I'll go McAvoy, too, just because I think he's had more opportunity. Like, I think Last King of Scotland and Atonement. Um,
0: Atonement, yeah. Last, Ewan McGregor. Catherine O'Hara, no! No.
1: I'm so sorry, you guys, because you know I love him so much, but I can't vote against Catherine O'Hara. Oh my god. I can't.
0: This is really, really tough.
1: Especially since I feel like there's still a chance that Ewan McGregor could get one, and Catherine O'Hara, I feel like her type of talent is never recognized. Is just
0: not going to be recognized. I know, I know. Yeah, well... I have to go Eamon McGregor, I really do, just for moulin rouge i mean listen the impossible. i get it
1: you know that this is a rough choice for i
0: me. know i know <laughs> and of course as like actress sexuals we love Catherine o'hara and yeah I, I mean i'm probably always going to come down a the side fantastic of career of course i'd love her to have an oscar nomination but i feel like Ian mcgregor has already been legit robbed and underlooked for performances that should have been. I mean, of course she has two she has I'm them. just going to go back
2: to the title of this <laughs> showdown, which is favorite actors without Oscar nominations, not actors who've been robbed of Oscar nominations. So I'm going to go with Catherine O'Hara. Wow. That's I love, so sad, though. I, I love, love you, both of them. And and I, think, I
1: feel even better that James I Macken think Ewan McGregor add. is
2: someone who could like win this whole thing. By. I thought
0: he would if I had to predict before we started who would win this whole thing, I would have predicted Ewan McGregor.
1: He probably would have won almost anybody else in that lineup, but I can't vote against Catherine O'Hara. but again, i'm also I'm biased as a like lover of
0: the ladies you
1: know, <laughs> Well, I mean, so I true. love Dick, but
0: <laughs> we've established Hi, Mom. <laughs> okay, let's get to our final four
1: our final all right. And the eight, Catherine O'Hara. All right. <laughs> Versus David O'Har.
0: What was that? <laughs> David
1: O'Har. <gasps>
0: Catherine O'Hara. Of those two, <laughs> Kathy.
1: Again, David should have been one for fucking Selma, but I can't. I'm sticking with Catherine.
0: Nathan. Uh, I mean,
1: I it
2: doesn't matter. I I would go with David, but I'm oh. very happy with Catherine. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's really just, just because I had two. to figure
1: out which of my principles I had to stick with.
2: I don't think any of us are being that consistent.
0: So. <laughs> oh, at all. No, not that at all. That is for sure.
1: This is a hard one. Oh,
2: Scarlett Johansson versus Donald Sutherland.
1: Oh. That was actually kind of intriguing.
0: Ooh, 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 I can't go first. I can't decide. I... No, I go ScarJo.
1: I feel like for me this is hard because I'm also trying to not be like I pick the woman every time.
2: Well, you mentioned Invasion of the Body Snatchers. He was in that, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. So I recently watched that. Well, I mean, I've watched... I recently watched a couple of the versions of it. But the one that he was in, he's fantastic. Oh, he's great. Ordinary people. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I'm going I think he I I think I am biased towards younger fresher stars, so I'm going That's to true. to com- combat that and go for Donald Sutherland. And actually star.
1: I'm going to go for Donald Sutherland because again he's given such weird unique performances over the years and As he's if also Scarlett hasn't. She has she, but has she also has another like few decades at least to do it whereas donald sutherland they did, she
0: are did. contemporaries
1: <laughs> <laughs> where's like that, that rom-com yeah uh,
0: <laughs> she's just about aged out uh james mcavoy colin farrell oh.
1: why don't you go nathan
0: yeah i have to vote against
2: my crush which elizabeth has had to do several times How's they that? both um would be for me. No, but my bigger crush was the one with furry Thomas. legs. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Well I think that's Colin... why you married Matt then.
1: <laughs> I know. That's true.
2: Uh Colin Farrell is
0: my choice.
2: That's all I want to say about it.
0: He's mine too.
1: But... I think I, I mean they're pretty evenly matched for me, actually. Yeah, me too. But I think should in have some been ways, like a first round I think match, in some yeah. ways Colin Farrell has had more uh dynamic, showier roles. Than James McAvoy, who often has to play more the like straight man.
0: hmm That's true.
1: So I'm a little biased towards Colin Farrell in the Oscar discussion. That being said, I think I agree with Nathan that my my crush would be on James McAvoy. If oh I could no. only have Colin one Farrell. of them just sit on their lap right now, I would like James McAvoy. Alright. Speaking of crushes, oh no. Oscar Isaac versus Julie Delpy.
0: Oscar Isaac.
1: Yeah, I go Oscar Isaac. Do you go Julie Delpy?
0: This is
2: impossible for me.
1: Yeah, it's really hard.
2: I mean, I'm just going to go Julie Delpy because I know that... Yeah, so it's hard to say who I would actually go for, but Julie...
1: Of course, now I just realize that now it's three guys and one woman in the final four, and so I want to change my vote immediately, but... Well... I have to stay true.
0: Fair enough. Um. Our final four, Catherine O'Hara, Donald Sutherland, Colin Farrell, Oscar Isaac. I could not have predicted that four. (laughs) really (laughs) bizarre... That's the nature of this beast.
1: Well, again, it's because weird people come up against each other right, where exactly. they otherwise would have gone we much We could do better. this
0: all again with the same 32 and get an entirely different result. Okay. So let's narrow it to the finals. Who do we got? Catherine
2: O'Hara versus Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Shit.
1: You know what? I'm going to stay consistent with why I knocked out David Oyelowo for this, which is that Oscar Isaac still has... Decades more of work and will probably get recognized. Whereas the work that Catherine O'Hara does never gets recognized. I'm going Catherine O'Hara also because I want to be here when I grow up.
0: You are grown up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cheat because I'm seeing a little light at the end of the tunnel of this showdown. and thinking about what might happen in the next round. And so I'm going to choose Catherine O'Hara. Because there are two people who deserve to be
0: up against each other in the finals, and <laughs> she's one is of them. A bunch of bunk. Colin Farrell, Donald Sutherland. There Am you. I to
1: take it that you would have voted Oscar in the last round?
0: Um. No, I probably still would have gotten Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. So, <laughs> actually, so then,
1: she don't know. call it a bunch of bunk.
0: Uh, I know. well, well, his reasoning, I think, is. Hey, so a bunch a of strategery. Well, so I'm
2: gonna go again and say Donald Sutherland because we're gonna put the I all am two. these together. I'm too.
0: All right, <laughs> unanimous. We've come to the finals. Our favorite actors with Oscar nominations could not have predicted it. Comes down to <laughs> Catherine O'Hara versus Donald Sutherland. Catherine
1: O'Hara. For me, it's without. I mean, I love Donald Sutherland, but. Catherine O'Hara is exactly the type of actress who should win this type of bracket, which is that Donald Sutherland, at least, Donald Sutherland at least will be mentioned like, I can't believe he never got an Oscar nomination, and he will potentially, he has a chance of getting an honorary Oscar later in life. Catherine O'Hara is not going to be mentioned in those lists. Catherine O'Hara is not going to be up for an honorary Oscar for her contributions. Catherine O'Hara is a woman who is not afraid to be funny and vulnerable and ugly or you know what i mean like she's none of these things that we expect out of actresses mm-hmm. and so for that reason alone Catherine o'hara is my vote yeah ovaries before brovries <laughs> uteruses before deuteruses oh
0: that's enough of that
1: <laughs>
0: i will concur Catherine o'hara it is I think I, I, well now I'm going against what I've said before but as Nathan pointed out favorite actors without Oscar nominations I really 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 love Donald Sutherland he has such I, a place again, in my me heart me too
1: I voted for him over some other more challenging people in previous rounds but
0: but yeah you, you root for it's always easier to root for the underdog and it seems like Donald Sutherland in this matchup is much less of an underdog and I can't not have a woman win this bracket <laughs>
1: Also, Home Alone, Matt. Home Alone. Well,
0: it wouldn't have mattered because I would have voted
2: for Catherine O'Hara as well for many of the same reasons. But I would like to point out that these two, Catherine O'Hara and Donald Sutherland, are both Canadian.
1: They are? That is true. I forgot Donald Sutherland was Canadian. Oh, Oh, Congrats.
0: (laughs) I feel like Ewan McGregor would have won now because he should have beat Catherine O'Hara two rounds ago. But, <laughs> such as luck, people. Someone can't let go of the past. Anyways, no, I couldn't can't.
1: be more pleased that of all this randomness, despite big names, A-list celebrities, the fact that Catherine O'Hara is winning this list fills my blackened heart with joy.
0: And based on our, like, they need to be in a rom-com with their match-up partner, we can look forward to romantic comedies starring Catherine O'Hara and Michael B. Jordan. Yes! Catherine O'Hara and Ewan McGregor. Yes. Give it to me now. Catherine O'Hara and David Oyelowo. Yep. And then a whole like a more style dramatic film that'll get them their Oscars. Catherine O'Hara and Donald I'm Sutherland. I'm on
1: board for all three of those.
0: Four. Great.
1: Four of those. Sorry. I can't Let's count.
0: fund those and get it started. Yes. Catherine gonna O'Hara.
1: Start, tonight I'm going to start writing my my Catherine O'Hara and David Oyelowo fan fiction. So you can look to that. <laughs> To be posted on the drunk website. <laughs> Fan
0: fucking Tastic. Congrats, Catherine O'Hara. Your nothing will be in the mail. <laughs> Don't look for it because it's not there. But we love you. Congratulations. <laughs> You've won our favorite actor without Oscar nominations. Semi bracket. Thank you for listening. For listening. Goodbye.
2: Bye.